of Theater Thoughts. I'm Ty Etherton. And I'm Kira Sweeney. Hey, we're two former theater kids now turned forever theater adults. Whether we like it or not. Listen, it's not terminal. But it is a condition that we live with every single day. And we're here talking about all things theater education and all things performing art. So let's get into some theater, theater thoughts. thoughts. Kira, we are back in school. We talked about this last episode, but um, we had kids We've had since then. children. I've popped kids. What? I, I, <laughs> I was going to say birthed kids, but oh. I didn't. You're, oh, you were like, <laughs> I popped. And I was like, oh, my God, you hit a kid? <laughs> you said, <laughs> Welcome to Mountain Ridge. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I haven't hit a kid. Uh, I, you I almost just said yet. Um, and I, no. I'm not going to. Although there is a kid right now that I'm always like, you deserve to be punched. You're <laughs> enemy number one right now. But it is really exciting to be back in school. Yes, I very much enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, how is the school year going thus far for you? Pretty good. Like lots of energy. 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 Lots of energy um lots of familiar faces lots of new kids um it's been a nice mix of like a lot of kids that like know me very well and like are obviously back because they enjoyed taking my classes and then kids who are like i was so excited to come and you know drama yeah uh yeah or or even seventh graders that were like i'm so excited to like finally be able to like do stuff like this at school where you get to choose what you want to take and um so that's been really awesome Obviously, yeah, I have a few kids where I'm like, you're gonna be a pain in my ass, but that's okay. Those are sometimes the kids that by the end of the semester you like love the most. Yeah. And I feel, you know, and we'll talk about this, uh, but we've talked about Nick before on the pod, um, Ruggers. Oh. About how sometimes it's, you know, you see that kid and you're like, that kid is a pain in the ass, but. All of his other teachers count him out. And you're like the one teacher that's like, though you are so annoying sometimes, like I also see that you are feeling 100% your authentic self in my class. And that's pretty cool. I like how you use Nick as the example. He's the perfect example. (laughs) He talks about it all the time. He's like, Larry always like believed in me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of the chitlins and speaking of us back in school, that brings us to today's episode, which is all about being back in school, educational theater. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked very, you know, briefly during our auditions uh, episode and um, doing a show, producing a musical, things of that nature yeah. about what our processes are like within school. Mm-hmm. Um, but we haven't really talked about educational theater um, or being a teacher, classroom based, yes, classroom drama based, teacher. Um, yet, and since we have just started the year, why not a perfect time to talk about it? Absolutely, um, because in addition to being world famous directors and choreographers here, Avi. we are also teaching the youth of America, youth of America. in I public school. The children of the future, rest in peace, Whitney. We haven't talked about Whitney enough. Rip Whitney. On this podcast. Whitney Houston. Whitney, what would you be like as a teacher? Shout out to Whitney. Um, Whitney was an educator. She she said it best. She I believe, educated me yes. on what shredding vocals were. I literally <laughs> said, girl, you could turn on any Whitney Houston song and I will break it down. Say 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Whitney said it best. She believes that children in the future. <laughs> what are we talking about? We're back on track. We're back on track. Whitney, Whitney. <laughs> We're not talking about Whitney. Um, back on track. I believe that children are the future and we teach them well yes. and let them lead the way. Whitney said it best. We're uh, being uh, a model of that that rhetoric. And <laughs> most days I, w- I hope that I'm like up there on the high mountain, like I'm awesome. My students love me. And then some days I'm I'm literally in the trenches. I am right. I'm well, digging my way out. And let's so let's break some of that down. This is the beginning of the school year. It's yeah. a very exciting time. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about the prep and what goes into being a educator before students are get there. Mm-hmm. We're there about a week before mm-hmm. students get there. And it allows us to go through the ins and outs of the schools. We're in and out of a lot of meetings while also setting up our classroom and planning for what we're about to teach yeah. for the school year. Um, so what were some of the standout moments or standout things uh, before you had students that like really got you in the groove of like, okay, I'm excited to be back because as teachers, you know, in May, we are so ready for summer and ready to be done, but there's something, and I know I keep wanting to be a teacher every year when I get that little itch in August. That's Mm -hmm. like, I'm ready to be back. I'm ready to do this. I get excited being in my classroom, things of that nature. So what were you looking forward to? What things kind of got you back in it? Um, my building is so new, so I think it was just the overall excitement of, like, it felt like an entirely different energy walking back into right. school. And so that was really exciting. By like, staff, you mean new? Like yes. Yeah, we have a ton of new staff. And so that, to me, was very exciting about being able to, like, feed off of other people's energy, see a lot of people I know and have really great relationships with, being able to meet the new staff um, and kind of... All of us being able to figure out, you know, as an entire school, what what direction do we want to, you know, move forward in? And so we worked a lot about, you know, talking about overall school culture and overall school initiatives um, and the really awesome things that we're all going to try and do to have just a, a better, you know, overall experience for everyone at our school. Yes, because it's no secret Last year was really, really hard for yeah. everybody. Yeah. Teachers were having a really long time or a really hard time with student behavior. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it is, I hate the teachers that are just like, yeah, the students, students this year are just bad and terrible and all of that. And I was like, no, we didn't put forth the idea of what school was. And they forgot mm-hmm. the COVID years took them out of it. They never had middle school, a learning curve from elementary school. Mm-hmm. To, you know, to really establish that. So when they came back as eighth graders and the eighth graders are the mentors for the seventh graders, we just saw absolute chaos. And and I think like you're saying, my my school did the same thing where we're saying, how do we, you know, redact what was going on last year or, mm-hmm. or be retroactive yes. for last year, this year? It does not mean being an absolute prison system of, of harsh no. things but I was my principal said it best uh la- the end of last week following our first week of students want boundaries they want to be told what they can and can't do mm-hmm. you know when we get into that adulthood we sometimes are like well I don't want someone telling me what you what we do but for us the human psyche and the, and the brain we like being said 
this is the rules. This is where you can walk. This is how much you can do. This is what your options are when this happens. And we say, okay, great. It makes it a little bit of like a safer environment when you know where the, the line is. And I truly have seen in the last two weeks of school that students are really adapting to those boundaries. And we as teachers are seeing it a lot happier and clean culture Do you, and when i say clean i mean just like, I, yeah no i get it, what you're it just saying feels like everything is going how it's supposed to mm-hmm. there's less problems like of course you have those absolutely you heads, have the outliers but, the high flyers whatever you right, want to call them but it's way less than it is last yes year. And, and that comes absolutely. from those first couple of days of really talking with teachers and and we made a big pack and and those of those teachers that are listening or or those in the corporate world or whatever that have these professional development meetings it was really talking about we have to act as one it can't be one person that's the rule follower ball buster kind of person whereas the other person's like yeah do whatever you want i don't care it doesn't matter to me and then the kids feel like there's a disconnect if everyone is saying this is the rule you have to follow this and it's that school wide i feel like kids are going to respond to oh that's the rule and then it's fine Mm -hmm. you know our big thing this year was like phones and kids just using their phones whenever. And we're seeing a lot less kids on their phones because we said from the minute you walk in, the minute you walk out, your phone's away. Everybody is reminding them, not just admin, not just the mean teachers, mm-hmm. not just, you know, support staff. Um, and then if a kid does make that mistake, we're emphasizing, you know, the consequences of taking the phone, turning it into the office. That student has to sign out they only get one warning and then the parent has to come and pick it up and things like that. So, yeah. So that community is really good. Yeah. Um, uh, so then you have the first day of school. Talk- well, and then we, I also think it was like really fun to just like, I love those days when it's just us teacher in the build teachers in the building where it's just like, we're all, you could tell we were all so excited to get the kids there, but it was also really nice to just enjoy that time where it was just us in the building. Right. Um, so I don't know those, I really like treasure those days where it's just us where I'm like, this is just so fun. Like we did a bunch of like, like I went and got lunch with some of the other teachers. We did like a big potluck barbecue in our little, um, courtyard area on the, on the Friday before everything started. So it was just like pot, like good vibes. It just was like such good energy going into the first day of school. Well, every, and everyone is refreshed. That's the big difference. Yeah. And so then you all have the same goal. Yeah. Absolutely. you do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely get that. And then the first day of school comes. Yes. And I just freaking love the first day. I love teaching and I love like teaching my content and all of that. But there's something about the first day where there, you know, I don't have to think about teaching something at all because it's just about getting to know the kids. Mm-hmm. I told them that my favorite thing is getting to know you. And so like them walking into the classroom and like sitting down or those that have had my class that just like run they're like, in hey! and they're like, hey, right. Yeah. It's just so funny to see what the dynamic is. Mm-hmm. Um, how was your first day? What was your role? What did it feel like? What did it look like? Uh, first day was great. It was, I, you know, so many kids as I was walking in, like saying, hi, Miss Sweeney. And, you know, being able to like see, you know, familiar faces. And, um, we started with like team time. So we got, I got to see all the kids that I know. Cause I'm on an eighth grade team this year. I was on Work. a seventh grade team last year. So I know a lot of the kids. Um, so it was really fun to like get to know the kids who are a part of that team. Um, and then being able to, 
after that, like you said, yeah, really, uh, our school was really pushing, like, let's go over, like, expectations and things yeah, like that on that same. first day. But then after that, I was like, let's talk about you, and I'm going to talk a little bit about me because building relationships is the foundation of this class. And so, yes. you know, if I can set that example, if you can start to to understand who I am and 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 why I am the way I am, um, we're going to be able to build a really awesome foundation from here on out. So I just was like, yeah, like here's some fun stuff about me. Any questions? Like literally you could ask me right. anything and you know, then we did like some fun na- games to get to know them. And so, yeah, I, yeah, I love the first day of school. I, I think what you said, so great. I, I, first off love that you had a brilliant time. Yeah. It was, um, it was I had an awesome, great day too. And, and something you bring up of as theater educators, safe environment mm-hmm. and uh, a classroom culture of safety and of positivity and mm-hmm. support yeah. is super important yeah. to get I call it to be I call my there. classroom a safe space absolutely and then I'm like you gotta respect the safe space right. and yours the creation and cultivation um, and then fostering of that safe space Word. is is gonna be where you're gonna be able to find the success in this class because you have that foundation uh of trust and respect is what the the phrase that i kept telling the kids i was like if we can start everything we do with a foundation of trust respect and understanding it's going to be so much easier to get up there and make a total fool of yourself in front of everyone when i tell the kids all the time (laughs) i go i am grading you on like being dramatic and 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 being comfortable on stage yeah if you don't help foster that safety for yourself and other people for yeah. yourself and i said but I, and i told my kids you know i love that you were like a little bit more like come on guys we're all in a team and i was basically like your behavior affects the success of other people in mm. this room yeah i go if you create any kind of idea that that person up on stage is not worth mm-hmm. being listened to is not worth being supported you've completely lost that kid and that kid has no chance of doing well in this class mm-hmm. because you have created that space where they're not going to put themselves out there. Yeah. So I go for your growth and for those around you, mm-hmm. don't even try to get in that space. Like, yeah. And I really, I did something this year where the whole first week of school, I had assigned seats, which I know student people that have just still students, you know, were just students or even those thinking back were like, oh, I hated the teachers that made us have assigned seats in middle and high school. But I was like, it was used as a tool to like, I know you have other friends sitting in other places in this classroom, but I need you to sit by this person, create a relationship with that person. And even if you don't talk to that person very much for the rest of this, you at least know who they are, you know who they are. And there's this understanding of support. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a good first day. Yeah. Yeah. um, I think I'm the one who convinced you to do seating charts. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I was like, like, I don't know. And now they have, they don't have them anymore, Mm -hmm. but mine are still in assigned seats and they keep asking me when they're not going to get, the assigned seats and i keep saying when you continue to prove to me that you right. can handle picking where you want to work right. i will happily rearrange Absolutely. the seating chart yeah i have a class of 40 and i don't have 40 seats so love that i kind of had to give up on the assigned seats so kids could sit on the couch or sit on the floor or whatever yeah. so um when we come back i want to talk about a little bit leaving the beginning of the school year and talk a little bit about in the classroom and then of course um, starting to build our programs as theater educators. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that when we come back. Goodbye.
and we are back 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 again back again boots the house down yes god slay mama i literally always say like work or slay in class and the kids like give me weird looks and i'm like I've been doing so. Here's the deal. Go, go, king and go queen have boot. no gender to me. Yeah. So <laughs> I've been, and it it's very weird because usually it's me calling the boys queen, but lately a girl will walk in and I'm like, "Hey, king." <laughs> and sometimes they're like, "Oh, my favorite phrase to use with the boys is, okay, gentlemen." <laughs> it's like devastating. Hey, I'm gentlemen. Like, All right, gentlemen. Um, one girl. Felt really uncomfortable because she saw me in the hall and I was like, hey. And I was walking with another teacher and she went, hey, girl. To me. <laughs> and I don't, I don't care. I'm just like, You're like hey, hey girl. girl. Right? And she looked at the other teacher and was like, I'm sorry. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, mama, it's okay. That's These funny. words have no gender. That's These words have no gender. Funny. I'm sorry. She was like, Hey girl, and I was like, and hey. I think the teacher was like, because his teacher's like kind of a bit more conservative, yeah. not necessarily politically, but just like older yes. and whatnot. And so <laughs> she got, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, you have to That's funny. I have secret handshake with the student, and without fail, every single time he sees me in the hallway, will you make me stop it. and do it. Which is sometimes great, and sometimes you're like, baby. Yeah, I'm like. I'm just trying to make, I just have to I'm pee. just trying to get from here to there. Yeah. But okay. I said, bye. Um, Yesterday, uh, in between, halfway through auditions, or two days ago before auditions, yeah. I straight up left, and they were like, wait, I have a question. And I go, if you talk to me right now, I'm about to pee on the floor. <laughs> I will be right back. Like, getting that teacher bladder back, Ugh. big deal. Someone, um during our work week, was like I read online that teachers and nurses have the worst like bladder problems. Problems, and I was like, I would believe I that. The number of times I'm like, oh my god, you had to, you got five more minutes, just five more yeah. minutes. Hey, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and as we're talking about already, we're talking about school. We're talking about the first couple of weeks being back as yes. theater educators, because mm-hmm. not only are we yeah. theater thoughts, not only are we actors, not only are we directors and choreographers, um, but at the core of it, we're, we're educators, mentors for the youth when it comes to the dramatic arts. And so we're talking about all of that. Um, the first couple of days we talked about being relationship building. Absolutely. So now breaking in, talk to me about introducing some content. What has that process been like? You know, learning a little bit about, okay, let's talk about drama. Because mm-hmm. some of my kids, I I have, I go, how many of you have no idea what is yeah. like really expected? Next week, I'm doing like a lot of the more like, this is what drama is and this is what you need to know in terms of like, we're going to go to the stage and we're going right. to look at, you know, what parts of the stage there are and we're yes. through stage directions and stuff along those lines. Um, but I, after doing, you know, like lots of games, like we play a lot of warm up games, favorites being like whoosh. And then this of week course. I introduced Kitty Wants a Corner. Work. Because um, that one's that next week. always really fun for the kids. Um, we, after doing that, you know, like learning, okay, one, we're going to set the expectation that every day you come in, we're going to do a journal question yes. and we're going to you yep. know, start class that way. And then sometimes we'll talk about the journal questions. And like, especially those first few weeks doing questions that are either like testing their knowledge about 
certain theater topics like how little or how much do you know like i always do this big right. circle activity where i'm like give me all the words everything you need to know about yep, theater and we'll fill similar. it yep. we'll fill it in um and then you know asking just like general questions questions about you know like what is uh you know proper audience etiquette which is what i kind of yeah. did today after um we're working on our first little project um which is a project that I did when I was in middle school and I then passed it on to you. Yeah. So shout out to Laurie. I don't know where she got it from, but I I think Carolyn is the one that originated it. Really? For some reason. Because I did it when I was in middle school. That's true. I was a seventh. No, I, I did drama in eighth grade. So I was in eighth grade when I did it, but I do know that Carolyn does it. Yes. Because because of Laurie. I think so. Um, but it's basically this cute little um, project that the kids do to get comfortable with the idea of being up in front of their peers. So I want to know. So we're talking about stage fright. Yes. So yeah, we do this whole thing where we talk about stage fright. Like, what is stage fright? Um, I look specifically at like symptoms. I like ask them what yep, happens so when I. you get stage fright. Why do those things happen? Um, and then I give them a bunch of like advice or tools or actual things that they can try to help minimize that feeling because the big thing i stress is like i can't just prescribe you something that's going to cure your stage fright that is not something that happens i show them this ted talk um where they they explain the science of stage fright and why we as people get that fight or flight reaction to things when we're put in a situation in which we feel like nervous or threatened or stressed or whatever so i i show them that and then we talk about you know like how this is a normal human response of their eyes on me i feel uncomfortable well something's gonna happen yeah i because my approach at the beginning is like funny but serious of like usually before the day before i present it i go great how many of you feel like you have stage fright so next class, I'm going to tell you that you are a liar and that stage fright isn't real. And they feel really like weird and kind of down on themselves. They're like, wait, but I like, I do have stage fright. We talk about that. Like the formal definition of stage fright is like being afraid to perform. Mm-hmm. And I say, nobody is born afraid to perform. No, it's not real. And we learn that like what our perception of what stage fright is really isn't stage fright. It's our, it's knowing that there could be a possibility that someone else thinks something about it. It's always, yeah, it's, it's the it's fight a, or flight. Yes, it is the other total... people. It's other people's perception yeah. of us that creates those nerves. I go, it has nothing to do with you. And then we talk mm-hmm. about, I talk about the chemical release. I have them make a list of everything that their body feels, the symptoms their body feels when they're happy and excited versus when they're feeling nervous or stressed out. Oh, and that's we talk cool. about I, the fact I don't do that because your brain is releasing the same yes. chemical. It's the yeah. exact same. And I go, the only thing different is what's in your brain causing that chemical mm-hmm. to be sent. And I go, so when you feel those butterflies in your stomach or that feeling like you have to pee or your palms getting sweaty, you can kind of be a little meta about it and say, you know what? I know I'm feeling this. My body's releasing dopamine. My body's releasing this adrenaline right now. Mm-hmm. And that is because I am nervous about what other people are going to think about me. And then of course I, I give them some 
some things. Mm-hmm. I always say ways to combat it or ways to to solve your stage mm-hmm. fright. I say, yeah, I say overcome. Yeah. I'm like, you're. it's not going to completely go away. And that's what I, was, I really hit and hard. And I, I told them that too. I'm like, I've been performing for most of my life and I would be lying if I said I yes. still didn't get a little bit of nerves before I performed. And then we make them so. so. Yeah, and then we do this thing called stage fright monsters, which yeah. I tell them is like the visual, yes, uh, physical representation of their stage fright. So they get to create this cute or scary or weird or whatever kind of monster Drawing. they they yeah. want um, that is supposed to embody their stage fright. And then on that, they're supposed to kind of do little drawings or little, um, almost like clip art. For different little pieces of those symptoms, those things that they are experiencing. They're sweating. Yes. A lot of my kids love doing like puddles of work. They love that. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Themselves like. That's but hilarious. I mean, and I say, you know, choose symptoms. I said, I, I really want you because then the kicker is and, and yeah. I'll let you tell them the kicker. But I really pu- push do symptoms that you actually feel. Yes. Like because mm-hmm. I go, this isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Because ultimately. Yeah. At the end of the project. You get to rip it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, a cathartic kind of. Yeah. Thing. It's, it's that whole idea of like. I'm going to, I'm, I'm quite literally conquering it. I'm quite literally yeah. destroying it. And while yes, it's not going to go completely away. This is me reclaiming my power yes. and my awareness over how I can deal with those nerves. Um, which is, it's so fun. It's like always such a yes. fun day in class. And today, <laughs> so today I started mine. I know you don't start yours until next week, yes. but today I started my presentations in class. And so I used it as an opportunity to talk about audience etiquette work. So I like ask them for their journal question. Like, what do you know about audience etiquette and why is it important? Um, and then I came back to that question and was like, okay, so like, let's make a list of like how you think people should behave during a performance. And so they started giving me ideas and I started making a running list and um, they were great. A lot of them like knew it. Cause it's, yeah, I'm like, yeah, a lot of this is just like common right. norms you of behavior. Certain type of situation you're in. Um, so then I had the terrible idea. The gall. Yeah, today to let them show me what a bad audience looks like before I made them practice how to be a perfect model audience. And oh my God, that was the worst experience of my entire life. I Which literally you know was like, love. oh my God, they ate that shit up. Yeah. They were, they had so much fun. It got progressively worse throughout my three class periods. Um, but. They, I was like, y'all got some balls because I told them this is the only time I will ever let you dis- be disrespectful, noisy, loud, annoying, all the words, terrible to anyone who's performing. And it just so happens to be me. So do your worst. And they did. Because it's never going to happen again. I got hit with paper. The last class, they literally dumped the entire recycling bin over my head and then made me put it on my head. And then we're like hitting it. <laughs> it's like, I am being abused. It's almost like Lord of the Flies. It was. It was <laughs> they were straight up. It was like the purge. There, It was anarchal in there. And I was like, I'm terrified. But then after that, I was like, okay, so you have two minutes to reset, to clean right. up the entire room because you just were Destroyed it. terrible, yeah. and to show me how you're going to be perfect. And they, and they did. killed. Yeah. yeah. I really like this first project because I say the stakes are so low. Yes. 
and I go and I try I try to teach the kids because I like I love things that are meta. Me too. I, lo- I love that. And I, I, I tried to explain to them this whole week about like what you're doing is meta. Your first mm-hmm. performance where you're going to get some of these nerves and it's more presentational. It's not a performance, yes. but it, it, your first performance in here, you're going to feel these feelings of stage fright mm-hmm. while talking about how you're going to overcome stage fright. Yeah. Something I did new this year is I had them include a paragraph on the back um, talking about their own relationship with stage fright, either a story of a time that they did have stage fright and what they did, um, how they think they're going to overcome it this year. And just, I said, I want you to write down something really personal, you know, about your relationship with this. So I get a bigger idea of how you're going to conquer this. Cause I said, I could really care less if you become a great actor by the end of this class, Mm -hmm. I go, this is kind of something I really want to hit and really want to hone in on of, I just want to help you be a better public speaker more comfortable getting in front of a group of people and feeling more confident. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm excited to see what those stories I, and everything's entailed. I include a little something like that when they present it, they go up and they like talk about what happens when they get stage right. And then they give me like a, a, like a sentence or a couple sentences kind of on like their plan of action of like what they're going to do right. to deal with this. And yeah. then they get to shred it all up. And Absolutely. It's awesome. And then I make everyone like cheer so freaking loud. Yeah. I'm like, you went up there and you, you face your fears. Absolutely. Give them a freaking astounding round of applause. Yeah. It's yeah. very cool. And so, yeah. and then we get into all the technical stuff, but these first couple of weeks are really, you know, we're talking about relationship building. We're talking about all of that. And, and when we come back, I want to jump away from classroom, mm-hmm. you know, even though that's a big thing we're focused on right now. Yeah. I mean, and we're going to continue to do it all right. semester. Absolutely. All year, and we'll so. talk about some really cool stuff, but I want to get into the idea um of educational theater and both of us have just started our fall productions so we'll talk about that when we come back goodbye Why do you want to FaceTime my mom? Yeah, I literally was like, one, yeah, you sh- you should want to get an A in my class. But two, the reason why you want to get the A in my class should not be that you get to FaceTime my mom at the end of the semester. Oh, okay. This is not on topic. But I was in my stagecraft class talking about, um, we did color theory and they're now doing color wheels where they have to find article or like pictures in magazines. Yes, love that. Not, whatever. Um, and I talked about how a great example one kid did was he found an anti-anxiety medication that was blue and blue calming is one of the emotions attached to blue. And I was like, you could use that as an example. So this little seventh grade boy comes up to me and goes, is this the medication that you were talking about? And he showed me an advertisement for Viagra. And I, went, <laughs> <laughs> I, went, he said, oh, I went, no, nope, that's not it. And he actually, was like, oh, okay. He <laughs> was like, Oh my god! <laughs> I said, "No, baby, that's mm-hmm. the opposite of calming." <laughs> hey, we're back, 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 <laughs> back again. Talking about educational theater, being back in the school system, um, and and it's always a good time, right? Yeah. I always say, in August, I'm always ready. 
to be at school and in May I'm always ready to be done like Mm -hmm. the school year really is exactly what it was like as kids for teachers if Mm -hmm. you if you haven't been back if you're not a teacher it's the same teachers are ready to be done in May too Mm -hmm. teachers are ready to be on break in December or on spring break all of that right just like kids are um but kids are ready to be back and and learning and and all of that and and we're really excited because we're educational theater teachers so not only do we get to have all this fun school stuff but um we've been really pushing the first two weeks auditions for the fall play how was the promotion um what what did you kind of do to promo auditions for the fall play mostly uh we had our back to school night before school started did you like that i really liked that um as my principal said it was money in the bank yeah. so like getting that buy-in getting that excitement getting to uh kind of peek in and have the family see what was going to be going on you know uh the next week when we started school so I really liked it, um, but that was great because I got to plug, you know, not just my classes, but also the after school program. So that was really great advertising in that sense. And I got a ton of people just, you know, even as I was out in the hallways that were like, oh, I heard you, you know, you do the theater program. How can my kid get involved? Right. Um, which was awesome. And then I pushed really hard on like morning announcements. Yep. And um, I made some cute little posters to hang up around school. And I gave them to some of the kids who are like peer aides in the office and they hung them up for me. And it was great. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then I, like word of mouth is right. like also the I said, biggest that's the easy thing. thing. I pushed it a lot in my, a lot of my classes. Yeah. Um, and then my school has an activities fair the first couple of days of school. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I had a table there and I was blasting guys and dolls during that. But I also had my big poster because my poster spans the entire year mm-hmm. um, pushing the stuff and really pushed it out. And yeah. And my classroom has a wall or my right outside my classroom has a big wall that kids walk by all the time. And so so it was really cool. So we both had auditions this week and that was uh, a really fun process for me because you get the 20 or so 15 eighth graders that were a part of your program the year prior coming back and you get to see them. And of course they're prepared and really on it. And those that were killer last year or killer this year. And I saw some growth with some kids this year. There were some roles that I casted some kids in where I was like, you know what? This kid absolutely deserves. They were giving. They were fully in. And then, you know, the thing that always I am pumped for, is the seventh graders that come yeah. in and you're like whoa yes you know so uh i have some stellar seventh yeah graders. i do too i and i was I like this to is my, gonna be fun yeah i said to my eighth graders i said y'all you better step it up you step better that up step that up step yeah. up the streets step up to the streets yeah yeah i you know i feel like it's that way and so I was saying during my audition, so our audition process, both of us, I think we talked about this on the audition mm-hmm. thing where we provide monologues yep. for the kids to use. Um, and a lot of kids were choosing, I could tell there which one were the popular monologues because I had a lot of kids do the same monologue. Um, and during that process, um, it was really cool to see those seventh graders really give everything because they're not in any of our you know they're just starting out in drama classes but a lot of the eighth graders have had drama class in seventh grade and a lot of them do outside stuff so it was really cool to see those seventh graders really step up prep up to the uh plate 
and really give it their all. I was really shocked with the preparation that the seventh graders had over uh, specifically over the eighth grade. Me too. And I think that comes with, it the was idea. almost like, did you guys forget how to right. audition? But also I had a girl ask me today for feedback. She was like, my mom thought it'd be a good idea to come ask you like what I could do better. Work. And I was like, absolutely absolutely and yes. basically i was like i don't know if maybe i've failed you guys as a teacher in the sense of like i haven't actually given you a ton of practical right. audition experience or or a practice before auditioning so i was like that is something that i want to be more intentional about doing so that you guys can have a better experience for Whether the musical be in or, or outside of school yeah, yeah. or beyond so. yeah so um also i remember saying multiple times during my auditions and this sounds so bad when I say it out loud, but I love seventh grade boys. Like, yeah. and and a bunch of my teachers were like, you can't, you can't say, say that. that. And I was like, <laughs> I know. And that's not what I mean. But there is something about a boy that's never done theater before. He kind of looks a little jockish, like, and comes in and just auditions. I'm like, shut up. I'm like, you want to be here? Like, you want to do this? Because, you know, and some of them were in my classes and I didn't even know that they were auditioning. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, you're coming in here and you're auditioning for this? Like, I have this one kid who, he's just very soft-spoken in class and stuff. And he walked into auditions and was a powerhouse. And I was like, oh my God. It's a really cool process. So my auditions were really successful. How were your auditions? They were great. It was so tough. I had a lot more kids turn out than I thought I was going to, which is a great problem to have. Right, but like, it's also, but also crazy. I was so, so bummed that I didn't have enough for everyone and just couldn't stretch yeah. too far beyond the means of the show. Yeah. So I did end up having to break a few theater kid hearts and, you know, cut some kids the from process, the show. Join tech. They did join tech. A lot of them filled out the form like, right away almost immediately Great. um and a lot of them still haven't i haven't gotten anything i don't know if that band because we i know we talked about it with the auditions but the 24 hours is like almost up and i right. i don't know about you i haven't gotten anything from i anyone. got one but yeah. it was an eighth grader yeah you know but i i don't think the band-aid is as stingy mm -hmm. at, at this age as it is you know for high schoolers yeah. and stuff and whatnot. So I think it's like, a, oh, okay, I didn't get that, but I'll just still join it and do it this way, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, absolutely. You can take care of it and do it this way. Yeah. So you're, you were one day behind me. So mm -hmm. while you were having auditions, I had my first rehearsal. And mm -hmm. that was really exciting for the read-through of hearing kids laugh at certain people, do certain roles. And and there's, you know, the the egotistical person in me is when a kid starts reading their role and you're like, yeah, I casted this role right. Like, I'm glad I casted this kid yeah. in this role. And we got some of that. And my crew, um, I had a crew rehearsal today where I was really able to talk about what they were thinking and going through stuff. And my set kids are really aspirational, which is awesome. You know, I'm going to have to restrict it in some ways, but they're very much like, you know, what if we do this? And what if we have this roll in at the same time and nice. and we should talk about a fog machine and i was like okay you like right like okay. start it start at 10 and you know those tech kids it's really hard both of us not receiving a ton of tech training it's really mm -hmm. hard to actively be like i am here to support you when you really are there to support them but you're like to some extent you're kind of going to have to be independent mm -hmm. on making sure this gets done because my role as director of telling kids where to go and when and how takes 
more precedent because you can do this pretty independently, Mm -hmm. you know, with a little bit of guidance from me. Yeah. So, so how is your tech turning out? Do you think? I think it'll be good. I'm just doing it once a week, which I'm very excited to be able to just give them attention. Yeah. Your show is like a whole week before mine. Yeah. Um, so you have a shorter process than I yeah, do. And so I, have I was them I was here once a week, but I have it split, so mm. I only have like fifteen kids one day and fifteen that kids makes the next. I did my schedule, so I have a whole day where I just have crew. All of them, which I'm really awesome. excited about being able to give them the attention that I think they want, but yeah. I was never able to give them fully last year. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm very, very excited about that scheduling option that I was able to carve out for myself. Um, and yeah, today was just so fun he- hearing the kids read. I had a, we had a volleyball game and a cross country meet also at the right, school today. So it wasn't great planning on my part. Um, and so I had to read several parts, but you know what? It's fine. I've the chops. Yeah. And um, it was just great. The kids were like so excited. A lot of them didn't know a lot about the show. So I was able to talk more about, you know, what it's what it is, why I picked it, why I really liked it, what right. I what I was excited about for it. Right. Um, and you could tell that they were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be so fun. And, you know, nodding along and laughing along. And so, yeah, yeah it was just great, great energy. Absolutely. I loved it. All right. Final thoughts. What are you looking forward to for the school year? What do you want to get out of it? Goals, aspirations. Yes. Um, I'm very just, I think, excited. Year three is where a lot of people tell me they start to hit their stride. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very excited for that because I finally feel like I'm good in both, you know, what I teach and then now having a whole year of of the shows under my belt. I feel pretty good about, you know, just how everything is going to be able to run. Um, But my goal for myself is to um, utilize my, you know, like, assets at my school absolutely have get more help and not necessarily yes. girl boss so hard all the time even yep. though i'm really good at it um i'm setting the intention to you know get more support and utilize the help that's available to me right. that's kind of my goal for the year and also just continue to make awesome relationships with kids to laugh to have fun but to also you know help them become better humans along the way because i think that's really what the two of us always set out to do because you know, I think that being a perform an awesome performer is great, but also, you know, I want to set you up for success in the rest of your life. And yep. that that definitely starts with drama. I I don't know what, what you. you think, but yeah, I know yep. you you agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Just setting them down that path and seeing these weird little humans Gremlins. kind of become semi smart little adults. It's it's cool. Really you see cool. it sometimes for yeah. some most of them. Yeah. Some of them you're like ninth grade. Good luck. Rough. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. But yeah. Yeah. Right now, I, I, right now I'm I really I'm like, oh, you guys are so cute. I hope that I stay that way until May. That is what like a lot of right. the like work with like classroom management and everything I've been trying to do has um has stemmed from is like I want to like my kids in May. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> What about so, you? Um, I so me and my team in school are reading Brene Brown this uh semester. Um, we're reading the Brene Brown book, um, that talks a lot about vulnerability and. I want to read or listen to her podcast. I haven't quite decided I haven't what I want to do. I really do as but well. But that's a lot of like my principal and our PLS are like obsessed with Brene yes. Brown and I'm like okay I need to hop on this Brene Brown train which also by the way the minute we started talking about her book and we watched a video her, a video of her introducing her book I straight up went 
I want to know what her sign is. And she is the best sign, the most like leadership girl bossy sign ever, a Scorpio. I said, work. Yes. I said, iconic. Um, but that talks a lot about vulnerability and like emotional transparency. And that's something that I'm really pushing for myself, like with my kids is though, you know, I, I, I too also want classroom management and everything will get me to wanting to like my kids in May. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think just being very emotionally transparent of, Hey, this is where I'm at when you guys do this. And this is how I feel. And really putting the, uh, uh, expectations on them and allowing mm -hmm. them to run with it, you know, and not me being so angry so fast and just saying, Hey, I'm just letting you know, when you guys continue this behavior, this is how it makes me feel. And this is how I react. You know, I don't want to yell and not let them know, you know, I still think I'm going to yell at some point, well, but yeah. I know that like, if I can set the expectation of they know why I'm yelling and I say nine out of 10 times, the reason why I'm yelling is because I'm overwhelmed with what's going on in the room. Mm -hmm. And so that's my coping mechanism. And I, I understand that it's not always the greatest, but I want you to know that that's why. Mm -hmm. And so being a little bit more emotionally transparent with the kids when I'm feeling certain like types that. of way yeah. and allowing that, you know, models them doing the same thing mm -hmm. a lot, you know, yeah. for a lot of stuff. So, I've always kind of been that way. Yeah. I'll just like, I've cried once or twice in the middle of class before We're, so you know what? it really okay. sets it straight well i hope you have a great school year thank you you too i think it'll be good i um, i'm very hopeful for yeah. the outcome of this year and it i hope all of you listening that are in the educational setting that yeah. you have a fantastic school year that you get involved with your theater program mm -hmm. or um, just support them yeah absolutely and that you um keep listening to theater thoughts all right yeah. if you like this podcast you can like follow subscribe wherever your ears are listening to this podcast <laughs> right now you can leave us a review if that suits your fancy right yeah. as long as it's a good one don't make it a bad one or if it's a bad one read us to filth but like in a funny way at least make it funny right yeah. you have to make it funny um if you <laughs> want to continue this conversation with us you can dm us at our podcast instagram at theater podcast t-h-e-a-t-r-e -E. the thing not the place let us know how you feel about the beginning of the school year yeah we would love to know your programs are doing um after school or in the classroom that you think really helps students helps you um yeah. helps the people around you and really kicks off um school and makes it an enjoyable experience absolutely and if you're ready for your ears to listen to some more of us, you can listen to past episodes or wait a few weeks when we will be back with another fantastic, amazing, stupendous episode of Theater, Theater Thoughts. Thoughts. We'll see you later. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>